Listeners, welcome to our Christmas special. You're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. My name is Bree. My name's Jamie, and we're two sides of the coin. The Hanukkah coin, because it's the holidays. Ooh. You guys, <coughs> it's Christmas, <coughs> and welcome. Welcome. Um, Bree, I think the first thing we should do is we should read the email we got today. Oh, I think it's wonderful, and I think that's the best place to go. So let me pull it up. It's so nice to hear from you guys. Absolutely. Okay, so this is from an unknown person. We're not. We're not. Gonna, we're not going to name. A secret Santa. A secret. Ooh. All right. Secret Santa says, "I am hooked. Love your podcast. I was once abducted when I was five, but I asked for it. I've had run-ins with the military. They seem really interested, but never tell me anything. Anyways, great show. Keep up the good work, ladies. So me and Bree have a few questions for you. So what does that mean by I asked for it? Yeah, that's our biggest question. At five. At five. What do you mean you asked for it? That's what I want. Want to know. I want to know that I want a little. I want to know a little bit more. Of this so nugget. it's interesting. Also, since he men- mentions the military, so was he just like as a child messing around? Maybe got into some places he wasn't supposed to, and then it happened. Or was it like he was praying on his bed at night? Like, dear Jesus, the alien, come Please take then me come down. and take me. Yeah. And then I also want to know what he has going on with these, like, um, military people. And that's so common, though, that military is always involved one way or the other. Maybe it was then a my lab experience, mm-hmm. how I had mentioned before in another episode. I think I mentioned that about these faked abductions yes, that aren't yes, actually yes, yes, from yes, yes, aliens. Yes, we talked about that, yeah. But they're from the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder if that's what it was was maybe i'd like to know from our what's interesting when he says that he asked for it and then he makes kind of talks about he or she i don't know if it's he or she i'm saying he because we said secret santa santa is genderless oh my god (laughs) the pc world we live in today guys Bree's just constantly trying to trigger me i swear to god but yeah i thought that was an interesting email so i hope you email us back and we really want to hear more of your story um i want to know what does that mean how do you ask for that how do you ask and then um another thing we want to say is uh blue at blue mystic alien our blue alien mystic, right? There you mm-hmm. go. I always say it backwards. I called him the blue alien mystical man. Well, there you go. Um, he's, we're going to have him on after the holidays. We're going to do a little interview. He's going to tell us a story about... He's about to die for. To die for. So we love him. We should get in a little bit. I want you to talk to me about aliens and Christmas. Oh, um, I want you to so jump jump right into let's it. Let's just dive into let's it. Let's just dive okay, into so it. Jamie and I, before in a past episode, have joked about, um, you know, like, I wonder if aliens come down to check it out and they, like, have their own little excursions. Like, is Santa real? And kind of cruise into our galaxy and crash down. So then we the whole movie, that. The whole movie idea we had where there needs to be a Christmas movie about aliens. Yeah. Okay? We had a whole conversation about this. How we can make millions of dollars if we could just have a movie that was about aliens. Like, it's great. And, like, the aliens come down. Bree's like, they're rebellious teenagers. And they're like, Santa isn't real. And then they find mm-hmm. out Santa is real. It was, it's golden. And then what? Do they take him home and probe him? And then what? Okay, so Bree, Bree, Bree looked into this for you guys. So why don't you tell us yeah, what, you, so what then, you found, Brie? So I was just thinking, like, it's an alien Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. So then I found this story mm-hmm. on um, theatlantic.com mm-hmm. and it, the title of it is priceless because the title is The Christmas Aliens Didn't Come. And I was like, that's excellent. Okay. That's great. So The um, things that you could type into Google and find is astonishing these days. 
Yeah, this is like which the, is amazing. The dumbest shit, but it's interesting because it sort of plays into one of our past episodes um, about cults. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, so basically, this is a story of a failed prophecy, like most of them are, um, unfortunately. So back in 1954 in Illinois, this is where this Ooh. took place. Mm. Um, this woman named Dorothy Martin. She basically had an automatic writing spell, right? So she felt like something was coming to her. So she put the pencil down and just let okay. it write through her. Mm-hmm. So she first she write it off a prophecy of this great flood happening. Mm-hmm. Then it was this alien consciousness, I guess you could say a group, that called themselves the Guardians. And they basically told her that they would be waiting for her basically outside and they will pick her up on their spaceship and take off. Which was just kind of like... Heaven's Gate, in a sense where they're like, we're going to cruise by, and And if you guys are ready, we're going to swoop you up. Yeah. So she basically acquired a group of beloved followers and so basically she's a little culty but we're not but she's not necessarily I, we're not gonna cult. drop the big c word yeah but, but she's culty and like sen- she's not yeah. a cult but she's very culty yeah in the sense of where she you know she claims that an, a higher being or whatever is coming to her and they're gonna come and then we're gonna save you guys right mm-hmm. so this happened many times when she would predict a date and it mm-hmm. wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. The very last time that this happened was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Actually, so so I guess at around 6 o'clock, they all gathered together outside of her house. Mm-hmm. And it's a small group of people that were her followers. Mm-hmm. But 200 plus people came just to watch them. Were they in the snow? I don't know. I mean, Illinois is snow, so yeah, so it must have been wretched. So the snow on Christmas Eve out in front of her house. Yeah, and they're waiting for aliens to come on a saucer. And there's 200 people just watching them, them waiting for the aliens. Yeah, just like, let's see what these people have to... uh, I mean, are you serious? So what's really freaking dumb, though, is that apparently they told him, but you guys can't have any metal. No metal can enter the spaceship. So they had to, like, get all of their metal off of their body. Mm -hmm. And um, it's actually a really funny quote I read where one of her followers was like, wait, your brassiere, doesn't it have metal clasps on it? So she, like, whips her bra off and throws it away, like, throws it to the side. Like, you can't have any metal on you. So you're telling me that this is an intelligent species, but they don't have metal? But you can't can't have have, metal? I don't know if it's, like... We can't pick you up in your dirty metals. I mean, I don't I don't know. It sounds it's a little late. strange. Yeah, those are the kind of things that should red flag off the top of your head. Like what uh, I'm really excited about is uh did the aliens come and pick them up? The aliens never came. They waited outside until <laughs> is that, two is that is that why is that why the, the name of the news article is, is the, <laughs> the Christmas aliens didn't, didn't come. come. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, these were people waited outside for till two AM. Two AM and of course, the aliens didn't show. Of course not. No. And it was just, it's just like ridiculous. And the funny part about this, this woman, mm-hmm. this Dorothy Martin, who's, you know, um, letting these, the Guardians aliens, not Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever, but, you know, speak through her. She's just so happened to be, have ties with Scientology. Mm-hmm. The big S word. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to start. I know that this is a Christmas episode, but for some reason, there's going to be a weird amount of Scientology inside this so? episode. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, I didn't know. What a yeah. surprise. Yeah. 
Okay, well. This is a, it's going to be an overwhelming theme once again of, of weird shit that comes yeah. out of Scientology. When I heard that she uh, was involved in Scientology, it was just like, of course. Of course, like, of course she was. Like, of, of course, course she of was. Of course some weird kooky lady came out of this weird thing who also was into fucking, yeah. into that. Like, it just makes sense. Yeah, but unfortunately, uh, these people still, just like all crazy ass followers, um, they're, they're still very much devoted for whatever reason. I mean, this is been days, but they were still like, no. So here's my they're question. They're gonna come. So here's my question. Are they still a thing? These pe- this group of people? They didn't give themselves a name, so okay. I, I hope so not. I mean, it's know? been 1954. I don't know. Are they still, like, alive? I don't know. And so so did they try to, did they go outside and have these dates more than once, or was it just yeah. one time? Yeah, yeah. No, so, and this, this Christmas Eve in particular was the fourth time already. And then after that, they were still like, well, we just must have got the date wrong, or it's someone must have had metal. So they kept, someone didn't take their bra. So they kept... Damn it, Janet, let the tits fly. <laughs> so they so they had, like, multiple Christmases where they went outside <laughs> right? and they waited like, for aliens. Like, so instead of, like, having dinner with their families <laughs> or, like, opening presents with their children or something, they just stood outside all night aliens. and I, waited for aliens on Christmas. I mean, I don't know. Apparently, too many of them are naughty. That's crazy to me. It's just so crazy to be like, sorry, mom, I can't show up for Christmas no. this year. I'm going to be standing outside in the middle of the night waiting no, for fine. the aliens to come get me. Yeah. Just one of those stories, though, where people are just Jesus like. Christ. Dee, 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 Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, the Christmas aliens didn't come. Not to say that they won't show up for you this year, though. No. Who's they might. Not to say? They might still. I mean, I have faith. All right, Bree. So speaking of like this weird Scientology thing, mm-hmm. the next thing that's going to tie into Scientology. So there's a wonderful podcast that I listen to called Two Schmucks and a Mic. Ooh, I'm yeah. obsessed with them. They're just cool dudes. I like what they got going on. I dig their vibes. I like you. I like you. <laughs> um, I take your podcast. Um, I and I'm just into it. So I had sent them an email and I was like, yo. Basically, I'm into your shit. It's cool. Good job. Keep going. And they were like, yo, thanks. And then we ended up just having a fucking conversation. I said, oh, by the way, Brian Jackson's top five is a travesty against humanity. And I went on and I ranted a little and I called it all these horrible things. Um, I'm actually going to read the email that I sent. she's brutally honest. And when she is like that, she's being honest, really. But here's the thing, though. Okay, so Two Schmucks and a Mike do this thing every episode where they they do, like, a top five. And they did a top five gangster movies, okay? And Brian Jackson, this motherfucker, <laughs> Brian Jackson yeah. had the audacity to give them a list of movies that had absolutely nothing to do with gangsters. It was the dumbest fucking list in the world. Like, it was so fucking stupid. And it was like, it just didn't even make sense. And so every episode, two schmucks and a mic brings it up. Just to remind you. So I'm going to say, so this is what I wrote. I said, Brian Jackson's top five is honestly a crime against humanity. As a society, we should be reminded every day of the truly awful person Brian Jackson must be to have made such a garbage fucking list. (laughs) Fuck the haters who hate the segment. We need to be reminded of it so no one repeats the the travesty that is Brian Jackson's top five. Poor Brian Jackson. What are you doing with your life? So on their podcast, (laughs) they, they read our email and it was... 
I mean, the most, I mean, it was beautiful because that's how I truly feel about Brian Jackson's top five. And I think the more people who know that, the better. So let's spread that news. Uh, you can see it on their website, twoschmucksandamike.com. So it's a free know? plug for you. No. So the list, you can go look it up. It's stupid. There's Departed. So you gotta go Departed listen to is their, on there. It's you gotta so go listen to their podcast yeah. if you want to know how yeah. horrible they it list, is. Listen, they talk about it every night, so it's fine. You'll, so you'll tune learn. into that. So because I did that, uh, two schmucks and a mic guys, uh, hooked me up with Brian Jackson. Hooked <laughs> me up with that piece of shit. And, and Brian Jackson, because they, they, they had Brian Jackson read my email. Um, he sent us a top five alien movie. Yes! So for the night, we're going to... It uh, made our day. We're, we're going like, to borrow ah. Schmuck and a Mike's uh, top five. For this episode. And this is in honor of you guys. Um, and we're going to read you guys Brian Jackson's top five alien movies. Okay. And we're going to make... <laughs> We're going to make comments about it because I will admit, I'm going to start off saying that Brian Jackson, it's not as much as a disaster as your top five gangster movies. So I'll give, give a round of applause I'll, over here. Yeah, I'll give you. For the effort. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Okay, so the first one, Brie, is Killer Clowns in Outer Space. That's his number five. So honestly, so here's my thing. Killer Clowns in Outer Space is a good movie. I'll give you that. It's like it's a decent movie. It's Rotten Tomatoes score is like eighty percent. Like it's a decent That's movie. Okay, I guess. People are into it. I wouldn't. The I thing is, like, not no. This belongs on a horror top five. But it has something to do with aliens. I know, but I, I'll give you. So here's one thing too. I will say that Brian Jackson, this whole list, is space slash alien themed. So he got that part. So he got at least he got that one gold part. star. But it, his picks are what is truly awful. <laughs> so I just think I think that that just belongs on a on a horror genre list. Like that this it, yes it has an alien in it, but I'm gonna give you zero points for so that wait, one. But isn't it like the clowns themselves are from, from outer, outer space. space? They came and then they're like attacking people to like feed off of them. Yes, right? they're gonna like yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's it's a horror movie, and but, it needs to stay in the horror. But I get plus the space. I'll part. give you, I'll give you like a C minus for effort. Okay. On that one, so okay, but zero one. points rewarded. And that's what number five. That's number five. So okay. number four is Coneheads. No. So here's the deal. Bree's like, no, I love Coneheads. Oh, no. I'm a Conehead fan. But Coneheads is not definitely not on my top five alien movies, but no. it's a good movie. I remember watching it when I was younger and I'm into that. I like that movie. That was probably my first like theatrical introduction to aliens on a TV. So I'm wow. down, I'm down to Coneheads. Really? So yes. I don't even think aliens oh, yeah. think of Coneheads. I do. I just think weird. No. Okay, so we got our next one. It's not my flavor. And this one's truly horrible, Brian Jackson. You can go fuck yourself for this one. Oh my god. Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even with At that least one. He's an alien. It's it's an alien, but that is a truly horrible movie. But he movie. looks like Humpty Dumpty with a it's duck. A, it's horrible. It's hor it's a horrible movie. Honestly, I've never seen it. I saw pictures and I was like, that's as far as it's going for me. I feel like what Brian Jackson did is just go to Google and type in alien, worst alien, alien movies, movies you could exactly. put in a top he five probably list. did. Wow. Jesus. See, the effort is low. Okay. This next one is, is what I'm <laughs> excited about and also hate at the same time. Battlefield Earth. His is number three. Yeah, number three. Three. Number Wait, three. Why do you hate it, though? Okay, so Battlefield Earth is a horrible movie. I mean, it, okay. was, it was a truly awful, terrible movie. But what I love about it on so many levels is so... You know, number one, it's a Scientology-funded movie. Is it really? It's a Scientology-funded movie. It is about Scientology. It is about L. Ron Hubbard's, like, lore and what he wrote about and shit. I didn't know that much. Yes. Did you not tell that there was all Scientology actors in it? Wow. Creepy, though. John Travolta? 
He's a Scientologist. You didn't know that? You just ruined my childhood. Did I just break oh your my life? God. He's a hardcore Scientologist. Danny! What? Hardcore. No. Like Tom Cruise status. No. Scientology. It's impossible. No, I swear on my life. Oh my God. I'm sorry to ruin. Brian Jackson. Grace is ruined for me. Brian Jackson, this is your fault. Thank you, you pieces of shit. I don't want to drop the word, but maybe you are. All right. So I'm going to allow this one. I'm going to allow this one on the top five. Me too. But it's a horrible movie, but I'll allow it because Scientology on levels. If you snuck that one in for us and you knew what you were Wait. doing with that one, Brian Jackson, that brings you to a whole new level, and I love you. But I doubt that that's what you did, but I, I, I enjoy this pick a lot. Are you ready for the next one? Oh, this yeah. is Okay, so here's the issue with <sighs> Brian Jackson. He gave me two number ones that are tied. <laughs> so his first one was Mac and Me. And I don't know if you know what that movie is, but it's about an alien who makes friends with a like oh. special needs kid. Okay, so I wanted to watch it because it's an alien that escapes from NASA and he makes friends with a kid that's stuck to a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I read mm-hmm. on Wikipedia. And I yeah. was like, I like that though. That sounds like a decent plot. It's a horrible movie. Because <laughs> fuck NASA. It's a horrible oh. movie. Okay, anyways, and then the second one for his number one is gonna be Mars Attacks. That, that. <laughs> Which is, you know what? Here's the deal. It's I not love Mars Attacks. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a bad movie. So I hope that that's your true number one and not fucking Mac and Me. I hope Mac and Me was a joke one, but you tried to sneak in at the end, but really Mars Attacks, because Mars Attacks is a good one. That, that. So I'm gonna allow your top six, because that's yeah. really what you did. He snuck it in there. He and sealed I'm gonna, the deal, though. He sealed the deal. He was like, okay, the number one, top it off with Mars Attacks at the end. They can't really talk too much. Cherry yet. on top, yeah, they can't talk. But I will say, fuck you. Oh, my God. Okay, so anyway, we're inspired by your alien uh, top five picks as far as movies. And so for you, so, Brian Jackson, and for you, two, two schmucks and a mic, we have our alien top five. We have our own. Choo, choo, choo. So Jamie can go first. Okay, so here's the thing. Brie really wanted to know my top five. I told her I couldn't tell her until we went on here. I will go first. I have no issue with that. So number five, this one's for you. Because I know it has to be in a top five list, even though I've only seen bits and pieces of the movie and never sat down and watched the whole thing. I know what you're going to say. Contact. Yeah. I put it on there because it has to be on there for either one of us. It just is. And I've only seen bits and pieces, but I I, I know what it's about, and it has to be on there. It's okay. A, it's, so that's why so it's that's number, your number five. five. Okay. So what's yours? No, you I read your whole, whole list. list. All right. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Really? Yes. Okay, so what I like about that, though, is that there's so much truth seated in the movie. The exactly. whole thing was like a one of those situations, again, where we've talked about and where in movies they're telling you the truth. They're telling you what's happened. Well, what it is is it's pushing the boundaries of what we know, and it's putting it in a, in a scenario where we can understand it. So it's bringing it to us on a different level. So, like, what I really like about that movie is all those undertones they have that's not necessarily, like, really, really, like, um, up front in the movie, but it's the subtle things where it's talking about, you know, like alien species thinking about it outside of the realm of like an upright human being or an alien, and it's making it's making your mind bend in a way of the different possibilities that are out there, and it's not so in this box of what we think quote unquote aliens are, which is great. And actually, if um, if anyone is interested in looking into it, lots of people actually dissect this. People that are like into this field, they dissect this, and pretty much it's like everything in that movie is like legitimate. Legit. Yeah, like it's happening. And I love that. Okay, hit me with your number three. Signs. Ooh! Ooh! Oh my god! Okay, (laughs) go. So, uh, 
I love science on so many different levels. Me too. Like, you, okay, you wait, can't even it's your under, turn. You don't. Yeah, I just, it's so many, <laughs> it's so many levels. I will say that science played a very big part in my first um, experience that I remember with aliens. And so that's why I, like, I love that thing. It's, it's, the, it's connected in the dumbest way, but I will always remember that movie because of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my number two is what I'm actually really proud of. This might be out of the left field for you, but The Fifth Element. Really? Yes. Okay. Right. That's such a good movie. I could watch that a million times. Okay, abstract. But it's alien. It is different. Alien. Alien. All right. Am I number one? And you already know this. You know this. Hit you know it. my number Hit one. It. The fourth it. kind. <laughs> I didn't put it on my list. Stop. Okay. Breathe. Okay. You didn't put fourth I kind didn't. on your but list. But you know we both were on that. We both love that movie. That, so let me just tell you the fourth kind is life. Like I am sorry, but it is. In, in life, that is the greatest, mm-hmm. the greatest of all times mm-hmm. number one alien movies. That struck a chord with me so fucking mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. And with Brie, I legitimately thought that that movie was real when it came out. It's, yeah. it's one of those Blair Witch Project movies where it's like based on true facts, and but like it's not really, mm-hmm. but it is kind of. Yeah, and it's it's so fucked, man. It's it is such a fucked movie. We've talked about this before because both of us like that's I think one of, one of our taught like our like the signs that we're like okay if you watch a fourth kind and if that like stabs you in the stomach and you're scared shitless and you know that that's real and you know that that happens and mm-hmm. you know all of those things you're our kind of people uh yeah you're our, not only our kind of people but chances are you've had some experiences absolutely too. and it brought and some trauma i think that's why both of us mm-hmm. were so traumatized by it because it's like oh my god it just like flashed back to my giant fear with owls it just everything was just so like so intense that movie and I remember right after that, like, I could not leave the house for at least two days. After watching it? I was absolutely terrified. So, so terrified. I... I saw it with a friend, Tamina, uh, up in, when I lived up in Washington. Shout out to Tamina if she's still out there. I have no idea. I was, like, when I drove home by myself, I was Mm-mm. terrified to drive in the car. And then there was, like, a fire truck that came and scared the shit out of me. Fuck and then I got that. to my house and my, my bed faced my window. And I had to sleep backwards in my bed because I was convinced that there was an owl outside my yeah. window. I was fucking terrified. Yeah, that movie fucked And I lived in me. a big apartment by myself. It was no, fucking no, awful. No. It was awful. And what's awesome about that movie, though, is that there's so much real information in it. Even though that it was faked... But there's so much real information, and what trips me out is, like, the fact that they're speaking Sumerian, mm-hmm. and it's, like, flashing back to the whole Anunnaki, like, mm-hmm. all, all those things, and then your fear with owls, mm-hmm. and not remembering, and just uh, all of it was just so, like, that, like, just thinking about it gives me chills, because that's, it happens, that's the, that, uh, ugh, and what's even a cool parallel with it, too, especially between me and Brie, is, like, so after that movie, she was terrified of owls, mm-hmm. and owls became my spirit animal after watching that movie, I got immediately got a tattoo of an owl after it I was about that life I was like yep I've always been terrified of owls but now I'm not because that was like my thing like within the past year that I think it also has to come with terms when you're so afraid of something then you switch to not being afraid Mm -hmm. so I'm not and that has to do with aliens too you know I mean like I can't tell you how many nights I had spent before being like so terrified to go to sleep and like being absolutely paranoid and then it's like a switch 
Of, just like whatever, whatever's going to happen. No, I think it's moving from the fear-based mindset mm-hmm. into understanding more of what's happening and having peace with it and knowing like most of the time, which is great because this is going to tie in with our conscious quote of the day. Perfect. But most of the time, the way that you feel about something is just that's your own your own projections on it. Mm-hmm. So I think like a lot of people's experiences with abductions, they just assume that it was just a horrible and traumatizing experience because it is. But most of the time, if you come to terms with it and you understand what really did happen, mm-hmm. most of the terrifying things is your own projecting your own fear yes. and making up what it is opposed to what actually happened. Very much true. So that's like a big thing too. It's like I'm not afraid of those things at all anymore. So to owls, I'm like, I'm done with that. You're done. You're over it. Totally over it. I love your list though. Perfect. So give me yours. All right. So number five. Number five. Number five is Arrival. I loved that movie. So I saw it when I was on a cruise. Don't you deep breath on me. I saw it when I was on a cruise, but I only saw part of it. It's good. It's a movie you have to sit down and So focus. that was the problem is, as I was slightly drunk, okay, I did yeah, have a drink You pass. would need to smoke an entire joint to your face. I was sit a little bit down. high. I'm going to just tell you right now, cruises, lazy man vacation. Take them. It's great. They just bust you. I went to the Bahamas. It was fantastic. Okay, anyways. The movie is good. If you can sit down and focus, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I liked it so one thing about my list except for one they're mainly all like peaceful alien movies because of course they are that's your what it's my vibe that's my favorite that's and vibes. that's also what I wanted to sort of focus I'm on. light and positivity I'm not like a freaking butterfly but I'm asleep but my name's free oh I'm my asleep. god shut up get out of here oh my god shut up get out of here <laughs> okay anyways <laughs> I loved Arrival I loved the whole theme of it I loved that it's basically showing that they pretty much arrived in peace and all of these things happened just between us on the planet mm-hmm. all based off of fear mm-hmm. and it was just like this crazy mayhem and it was all like us just being so ignorant and small minded and thinking like we have to attack them we have to figure this out before they do mm-hmm. and it just shows how freaking dumb we are sometimes it's just ridiculous okay so that was number five number four is Paul I love that movie have I knew, you seen I that I knew you were gonna love that I love that movie not to mention he's from Andromeda which is like one of my star fans. You're just about that life. I loved Paul. I thought it was so funny and I was so pleased because someone was like, you should watch this movie and I was like, I'm not into that I'm kind not, of shit. I'm not about it. And I watched it and I thought it was fucking funny and I saw so many again, so many like parallels to what happens in real life. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about alien movies that have real shit that's happening. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, see? I see that. Okay, number three, just like your number three was Signs. Yeah. I love Signs. I absolutely love that. I love that movie. Even though that might not be like totally butterflies and yeah, obviously they show up to the planet and they're mm-hmm. taking over whatever. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was so excellent the way that they did it and it was one of those movies I felt like every time I watched it, I noticed something different mm-hmm. and then I started like, I, I could probably watch it again and realize another different thing. It mm-hmm. was just like layers on layers. Layers on layers. And it's funny to me that the alien is like your typical like reptilian Super type of, like, yeah. Just, yeah. just everything from like the fingers to its creepy scaliness. I just I loved it. It was great. It was a great movie. And it all ended up, you know, it's a happy ending. I, was, I, I was about that movie. That movie was I just love that movie. It's just it was excellent. Okay, so what's your number? So my number two is Close Encounters. Close Encounters of the I Third knew that kind. that was gonna be on your list. I love that movie. I know it was gonna be on your list. It's amazing. I've never seen it. Okay, then we're gonna watch it. A S A P. It's fine. I love that movie. 
and I love the ending and by the way every single movie on my top five has made me cry besides Paul. <laughs> okay so what's your number Wait, one? Wait maybe signs in make me, me cry. I, I think I know what your number one is. My number one is Contact. Of course it is. I love that movie is my life. I just I could watch that movie over and over and over and over and over again. It's just amazing. It's just, it's just it breathes life into and you. it's and what I love about it is it kind of has a little bit of play, kind of like how you and I do. How one's more science and one's more spiritual, except there we're way more polarized than we are. So basically, it's our but, love story, but way more polarized. He's but just like love story. always has a Bible in hand, and she's like straight science, nothing but science. And I love that towards the end of the movie, it's like she has this amazing, incredible, transcendental experience that changes her whole outlook on everything. Mm -hmm. And she becomes the person that can no longer explain what has happened based off of science. Mm -hmm. And I just love that. And that's that's why you need to watch it. It's like in the end, she becomes the person in the seat that even her colleagues are like, so based off of no evidence, you know, you cannot prove this. If you were in our seat, pretty much you would say that you're a liar you can't you know all this stuff and she's like she understands because she is a scientist so she says yes but no like I stick by what happened like I, in my she, gut I believe what it is and what she's it is. so wrapped up in it and it's like it hit her on such a soul level that will forever change her and I love that they did that that she just like you know took a spin and also because how she realizes this is on a personal level you know they tell her this is the way it's been done individually and I think that's what happens here on earth as well I think that we have individual experiences and you're not really left with any proof. So that's like the number one thing is people are going to be like, well, what proof do you have, mm-hmm. right? Well, what pictures or what this and what that? And most of the time, all you have is your own experience. Yeah. But it, that's enough for you. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it just seems to happen like more and more and more and more and more. And that's kind of what I saw from the movie is that that's the way it's done. She has this amazing experience and it was real, but she has nothing to show for it really. To me, that's what happens here. That's, yeah, that's everyday life. We're used to it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, sometimes you can see a fact in your face and people still aren't necessarily going to grasp it. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's purposeful. Maybe it's like you have to have that personal experience, not have the fact and Mm -hmm. to show for it, but because... Because you've gone through it and you've seen it, you know. I get what you're saying. And so maybe every single person has to go through that experience. Opposed to you being able to like, so last night I took a cruise around the universe and I got some snapshots so I can show you guys. So I can hear, take Here's the hard copy. Like, no, of, you have to see it for yeah, yourself. It's maybe the only it's way like you're going to really truly believe what's going on. Is if you drop maybe the hard copy proof sometimes and you have to have the Just actual experience. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I yeah. feel you. And that's why I love, I love that movie. Well, I love your top five too it's great. I love that we have the same number three. I do. That's And I, I put contact on there for you because I knew. I knew it was going to be at least number one on your list. At yeah, least. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So we want to thank Brian Jackson for his horrible top five that he sent us. And um, also for letting us think about our favorite movies. Yeah. Though, because yeah. I thought, well, what are my... F- I don't have any alien movies that I like. And then I'm thinking... Oh, wait. Yes, I do. I do. I do. Yeah. So, so thank you. Cool. And then uh, thanks to two schmucks and a mic. Uh, thanks, guys. We love you guys. Uh, thanks for helping support us. Talk about us we hope that you know we talk about you guys and more and more people listen to you the podcast community is like super nice like everyone is like everybody's so supportive like you know you don't even have to be into somebody's shit to just help support like yeah because you know it's it's not necessarily that it's hard but this it takes effort you can't just like throw something out there I mean you can but still that takes a lot of effort into this and I think it's cool and everyone is so different that you can listen to so many podcasts and still have room to listen to another podcast 
podcast. Yeah, I was telling Brie earlier, I probably have about 200 podcasts that I listen to at any time that yeah. I'm subscribed to, that I'm constantly, podcasts are life for me, like, is one of the big reasons I wanted to make a podcast, I think, is because I listen to them so much, like, Jesus yeah. Christ. I, mean, I was like, this is great, this is fantastic, let's do more of this. I mean, I think it's better than listening to Fox News, right? You listen to people talk all day, and they're, like, boring and cranky. I love Fox News, I love Salty talk radio. crackers. You know that. So at least this is, like, a little bit more It's a little bit better. Alright, so let's tie, let's tie all this in with your goddamn conscious quote of the day, Brie. Oh, yeah, okay, so my, our conscious quote of the day is from the one and only Eckhart Tolle, who changed my life. The... He did. He's so beyond life. And it wasn't until I started listening to Eckhart Tolle that I was able to like have a full, full on deep, 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 deep meditation experience. That's actually one of the big kickoff points to my number one big experience. And like with sleep paralysis and all that happened within the same week that that happened, it was, it's weird. There's like a timeline that happens here. Okay. But he's the one that kicked it off Mm -hmm. because like I try to tell people the more like conscious you become and you listen to these things, I'm telling you these beings, they will show up for you. It's like you show up, we show up. Mm -hmm. That's just like, I I don't know what else to say. So anyways, he, one of his quotes is, remember that your perception of the world is a reflection of your state of consciousness. So it's pretty much two people can look at a situation and one person can say, that's so fucked up, that's so shitty, everything's going to shit, we might as well and another person might say, well that's unfortunate, but and then maybe have different insights to that so no matter what, it's all based on your level of consciousness, if you can look at it from more of an objective point of view, that's normally, like if you're becoming more like your consciousness is opening up more you're less polarized, you're less it's either one way or the other you Mm -hmm. can see both sides, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that with everything, every opinion that you have. It's just based off of you, where you're coming from, what's your mindset, your emotion, your experience. Well, I think that definitely ties into like, you know, the reality that you create for yourself is really what you live in, in all honesty. So like these people who really, really genuinely believe these weird, crazy truths, well, that's that's your genuine reality that they live in and you can't upset them for it because that's what they've created for themselves. They've created that reality where it's real in there. You just gotta let them fucking live in it, man. Like sometimes you're like, I mean, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. If you're into thinking that, you know, Santa Claus was an alien from Mars, then fuck it. That's your reality. If you genuinely believe that, more power to you, motherfucker. She has to yeah. end it with a motherfucker. Sorry. Sorry, motherfucker. Well, yeah. Well, I just think of like when something horrible happens and one person's going to be like, it's all fucked. It's all fucked. But then maybe another person is like, no, it's not. Like, So basically me and you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's just like being able to rise above just like the lower bottom feeder type of point of view all the yeah. time, you know, and it, things change for you, mm-hmm. which is like how I was kind of throwing back with like abductions. It's like things change. You might be in that low, like, I'm a victim. These horrible things happen to me. It's against my will. And that's completely understandable because that's how it feels. Mm-hmm. And then maybe as you become more conscious and you kind of can see more sides of the story, maybe you have more malevolent experiences, mm-hmm. you realize like, oh, that was just all my fear I put into it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this horrible thing. I was just so scared I didn't understand. And so like I projected it onto that experience. Mm-hmm. So like that's like with for me so much fear has gone out the window and I've always thought like now I can look back and think like god I was so fear based 
so no fear based. It was so negative and so, so negative, so fear based. And then now I look back and I'm like, what the a energy, blessing. the energy that was wasted on it. Yeah. I know. The paranoia. Speaking of paranoia. Ooh. Ooh, that was a great segue. Uh, we're going to get it. Can you, do, can you do the news bulletin for me, Brie? <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Factor sci-fi. <laughs> Breaking news, guys. Factor sci-fi. Um, so I posted a few days ago, maybe a day ago. I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, it was yesterday. Sure. Uh, sure. About an asteroid <laughs> that is possibly uh, watching us. So there's this asteroid. I can't pronounce it. It's like Omahamalamu. Omamumu. We've, we've talked about this one a few times yes. too. It's um, on everyone's high radar right now. So it's this weird cigar-shaped asteroid, and everybody thinks that it's watching us. It's um, it's it's hanging out out by Jupiter. Um, it's like going super fast. See, I still get confused when she says hanging out, like and hanging then out. she says super fast. Because you have to. Re- I don't know how to, else to explain this other than that, like our concept of what's going fast or not going fast is insignificant compared to what's the, really happening. The size of the universe. Yeah, so when something is going 165 trillion miles an hour or whatever, but it's you have still to remember, right next to Jupiter. You still have to remember <laughs> that we're also going very fast as well. It is, it's hanging out. You have to think about it on a quantum level. Oh, let's drop some science. Drop Ooh, some science. Okay, so um, it was uh, discovered in about like mid October uh, by astronomers at the University of Hawaii. They have a program there. Yeah. Um, And the asteroid is 800 meters long and 800 meters wide. Okay. So it's it's a decent size. And I remember when we talked about it before because they had submitted a photo and you are the one that let me know that that's actually an artist's rendering. Yeah, we don't have any actual. There's no actual. We don't have actual photos of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was so like. That's one of the things that's kind of factor. That that it's factor sci-fi to me. That's another reason I threw it into this one. So uh, everybody thinks it's weird as fuck. That's the general consensus of what's going on there. People just think it's just fucking weird. And uh, so some people have gotten together, some billionaires and smart people have gotten together to try to <laughs> fund an exploration to it to go like check it out. And like one of the people involved in it is like Stephen Hawking. Like Stephen Hawking is helping doing calculations to figure out how to get this thing there. Yeah. So and they're list and then you had posted that because I had read that as well that they're listening to it to see if it has any type of signals or anything any type of radio signal yeah they're trying to listen to it they don't think they've heard anything from it yet but now they want to send a probe out there to explore it so it's interesting and like yuri whatever is involved that one billionaire is involved (gasps) in it wait who yuri whatever i don't remember his fucking name right now yuri something i don't know how to say his last name who the hell is he's a million he's a millionaire and he's also helping fund this to go up there he also has a space a space program are you talking about elon musk no it's yuri something his first name's yuri why does that sound familiar it's super familiar so we got a lot of comments on this i'm becoming obsessed uh, with elon we musk had some lately. people talking back and forth about it some people who you know because the, the question was posed like you know are they is this a is this a ufo watching us uh i had somebody say no and they said the reason for it being no was because why would they like view us from this really far away and this weird planet that's out there? So that doesn't make sense. A lot of people Who agree with them. Um, Kahos. K O O K Z. No, it's like it's like Kahos. Um, Space Funky Fresh says, "Wouldn't surprise me. Anything's possible." That's like our catchphrase. Anything's possible. We fucking know that. Per usual. We like Space Funky Fresh. Somebody. Um, Al underscore Lane Two said it's a fun thought. Uh, underscore. 
underscore said, I think Intelligent Life is out there far more advanced than us. I can only hope it was a probe. We need to leave, leave Earth soon. Oh, Lord. And then raccoon.woman said, it looks like a poor workmanship. <laughs> So we have to factor sci-fi that. I'm oh, yeah, say, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to say sci-fi because I don't think there's an alien spaceship. Ooh, shit. I don't even have an opinion. Perfect. That's all you need. That's wonderful. Okay, what do you want to bring up? I hope that it's a spaceship. Ooh, I like that. I don't think it is because I know that they come in and out of here like no problem all the time. They're cruising by. They're flashing me out of my house. So I really don't really see a reason for all this jazz just to be like so inconspicuous and raise all these attempts. Like, that's the only reason why I think maybe that's not. So I think that this asteroid is actually um, Tom DeLonge's spaceship that he's been... Uh, I'm into it. That he's been making for um, yeah, to the stars academy. Academy. to the stars academy. And I think <laughs> that he's, and he's testing it out there, driving. He's seeing people's reaction of it. But I think that that's his spaceship. Awesome. All right, what did you want to bring up? Oh, okay. So I wanted, because since we were talking about Flat Earth, I wanted to bring up the Cube Earth. Oh, dun, dun, dun. I stumbled upon this because, you know, the rabbit you know, hole in the internet. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I thought it was a joke. Yeah, and, and then, real thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was just, I mean, like, my brain just, like, exploded in the yeah. car. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You can't shut them up at Flat Earth. No. Now it's a Cube. Now it's a Cube Earth. They're literally, I'm going to have to send you some accounts. They literally have like, you know, these scientific proofs. Hello, people, wake up. It's a cubed earth and all the planets are cubed as well. It's just that from our perspective, our eyes, yeah, our eyes from our perspective, uh, it looks like a sphere, but really it's a cube. Oh my god! I wanted to like vomit all over. I can't the with account. that. I can't with that. And that's the thing, though. That's the thing. Sometimes with these accounts, they're just meant to trigger you. And that's and that's funny because I almost replied to one of them, and then in one of the comments, someone was like, "Guys, this is just a troll account." So I'm like, "Okay, okay, we're maybe gonna have to breathe just, a little bit." They, maybe they're just doing it to yeah. get the hype up. But the thing is that people are You're so, so triggered. You're so, so triggered. about it so that I'm like, "You gotta blown. be kidding me!" And it's one thing to have your opinion, but to like say it in a way that's like shoving it down people's throats. Yeah. That's what I just cannot. I can't do it. I can't. That's the number one thing. I'm like, nope. We're done. We're over it. I'm, I'm washing my out. hands of yeah. your cubed earth. I'm going to freaking flick it in your eye So now. we're going to have to, we're going to look into cubed earth. That's going to be next. Next. Speaking of that, uh, we're going to end tonight, guys. Uh, we love you all. We do. Uh, we want to wish everybody a merry fucking Christmas. Happy Christmas, Hansa Kwansaka. Happy alien Christmas. Um, um, I hope that aliens do show up at your door this yeah. Uh, absolutely. You guys should um, definitely go listen to Two Schmucks and a Mic. Check them out. Check out their website. And then also, um, just so everyone knows what's coming up next, we're really going to dive deep into different alien species and all that kind of stuff. So We're going to go reptilian, Pleiadians, tall white Zetas. Like, you name it, we're there and we're covering yeah, it. Arcturians, Andromedans, Orion beings, Draco. We're we'll, probably, we'll probably pick two an episode. Two? Yeah. We can't even fit it all in, by the way. It's okay. not... We, I, I, I don't think we could pick one and be like, throw this, 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 and this, this, and this. And I'm going to have to. I'm going to slide it in right now, even though I'm going to probably do it in every single episode. You have to think of every single race as being just like humans, okay? So we're on one planet where the human race, don't, oh. we're so different. We're different colors. We're different flavors. We have different histories. So I just want to throw that in there right now. As a precursor. precursor. All right, guys. Yeah. So hit us up on Instagram at that one time I was abducted. Send us a DM. We love DMs. Except not about the fucking Illuminati, guys. It's oh kind of ridiculous. God. How many fucking 
DMs you get about joining the Why Illuminati. are they the ones? Like, I don't want to talk about the money I'm going to make. If you're for real, just send just me the send money now. Just send it to me. Yeah, just get, hand it on over. Show me off. in good faith your $500,000. The Brivian Brotherhood needs you. It needs you. Okay, so um, send us an email at that one time I was abducted at gmail.com. We've gotten emails lately. Uh, one of our favorites emailed us again. We're going to read his uh, email next time we record. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope that Santa brings you everything that everything you, you wanted. Everything you wanted. Uh, we Santa love you guys. Baby. Make sure you guys like subscribe. Who's on the tonight? I've been a bad girl. All right, goodbye, guys. Get out of here. Go home. You're drunk. Nice try, horse. You, you are now, now, now listening, listening to that one, 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 one time, 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 was abducted by aliens. Aliens. My name's Bree. My name's, name's Jamie. <laughs> two sides of the coin. 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 Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Welcome to that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name's Jamie. My name is Bree. We're two sides of the coin. <laughs> okay, um, that was uh, wonderful. That was really great. Let's keep her slight in the back. <laughs> that was a great one. Uh, Merry Christmas, aliens.